back to Millennials Guide to Movies, episode 62, yes. and we call this one Doing More with Less. Yes, no one's done more with less than these actors, yes. and we're very excited. So, the genesis or idea behind this one is just actors who have very small roles or limited roles, but yeah. did a lot with it. So, we did some supporting actors and actresses, but also like just like some like extra like side characters sort of thing. Correct. So, it's like a, a ten, top 10 of characters who had not a lot of lines in movies, but knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So, these supporting actors and actresses did the most of their lines. Most of these thespians only had a few lines in these movies. And in some cases, they outshine the main talent, right? Yes. So who are these talented individuals and their best quotes? You'll find out. Like that random X-Wing pilot in The Empire Strikes Back who says, Two fighters against a Star Destroyer? <laughs> I mean, the guy had one line in the movie and just crushed it. You know what? Just I just crushed it. I just thought about um, the last Starfighter. What do we do? What do we do? Oh, yeah. It was... We die. We die. Yeah, that guy was great. <laughs> that guy was great. And heavy makeup, though. Yeah. <laughs> or Anthony Kiedis in Point Break, who says, that would be a waste of time <laughs> before he and his surfer goons attack FBI agent Johnny Utah. And we know how that ended. Yeah. So, want to know more about these small part geniuses? Here we go. Yeah. Number one in a movie Taylor has not seen, which so is... So this is just a personal... You should be egg. booted off of this podcast for not having seen this. Right. First Blood... <laughs> Richard Crenna as Colonel Troutman. The late great actor had some fun roles. Very amusing in Summer Rental and Hot Shots. You probably haven't seen those either. Oh my God. But Colonel Troutman in First Blood really sets the tone for the movie and the whole Rambo series. The great Stephen King once said, start the story, any story, as far as long as you can. Don't worry about setting the table or boring the audience with backstory. You know what I mean? So the first Rambo does this nicely with Sylvester Stallone's title character walking aimlessly through the back roads of America until a local sheriff named Teasel provokes him and arrests him for vagrancy and then has his deputies beat him up. The sheriff has unwittingly unleashed John Rambo, an Army Special Forces veteran who goes to war on the police and destroys the local town. Now tell me that doesn't sound like a great movie. It does. <laughs> But as old commanding officer Troutman shows up and really installs the backstory in an amazing speech. Okay, I'll be Troutman, you be Teasel, okay? I don't think you understand. I didn't come to rescue Rambo from you. I came here to rescue you from him. Well, we all appreciate your concern, Colonel. I will try to be extra careful. You picked the wrong man to push. No, Troutman, he picked the wrong man. He may be the best special forces ever produced. Whatever you're planning to throw at him, he's been through a lot worse. And a lot worse places than this. I'm just amazed he allowed any of your posse to live. Is that right? Strictly speaking, he slipped up. You're lucky to be breathing. That's just great, Colonel. You came out here to find out why one of your machines blew a gasket. You don't seem to want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare. With a man who's the best, with guns, with knives, with his bare hands. A man who's been trained to ignore pain, ignore weather, to live off the land, to eat things that would make a billy goat puke. In Vietnam, his job was to dispose of enemy personnel, to kill, period, when by attrition. Well, Rambo was the best. <laughs> you tell me that isn't a great speech. That is a great speech. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Shows you not to mess with Rambo. Yeah, or, or Troutman, for that mm -hmm. matter. Okay, that was number one. Number two, you've seen this one. A long time ago. Yes, Private Hudson and Aliens. Yes. 
Frankly, this whole episode could be a Bill Paxton special supporting characters episode. <laughs> See his work in Weird Science, True Lies, yep. Apollo 13, right? Mm-hmm. But he really shows his range of emotion in Aliens, right, Taylor? Yep. Cockiness and false confidence at the beginning when his Marines enter the alien stronghold, fear and nervousness after the Marines are attacked, and finally courage when he provides a last stand defense of his colleagues. But one of his best exchanges is... Yes. All right, now, do you want to be Ripley or Private Hudson? Uh, oh thank god okay good <laughs> all right 17 days hey man i don't want to raid on your parade but we're not gonna last 17 hours those things are gonna come in here just like they did before and they're gonna come in here and they're here and hudson they're gonna come in here and they're gonna get us hudson this little girl survived longer than that with no weapons and no training right she salutes why don't you put her in charge <laughs> such a great line I feel like I've heard that line before. Oh, it's so good. And he does, game over, man. Game, game over. over. Yeah, he's just great. All right, number three. Samuel L. Jackson from Pulp Fiction. Although Samuel L. Jackson is the most successful movie actor of all time now, he mm-hmm. wasn't always the best box office draw in history. Pulp Fiction was towards the beginning of his career, and he really stands out in the movie, even with a cast of stars, including Bruce Willis, John Travolta, and Uma Thurman. Yes. Uh, do you want to be Vincent? No? Uh, yeah, you be Vincent. I'll be Jules. Oh, I'll be I'll, well, so I'll be Samuel L. Jackson's character, Jules. Oh. You're John Travolta, Vincent. Gotcha. Okay. You got. You're Vincent. Yeah, but up here. Oh, got it. I see. <laughs> I think her biggest deal was she starred in a pilot. Pilot? What's a pilot? Well, you know the shows on TV. I don't watch TV. Yeah, but you are aware there's an invention <laughs> called television, and on this invention they show shows, right? Yeah. Well, the way they pick TV shows is they make one show. That show is called a pilot. Then they show that one show to the people who pick shows, and on the strength of that one show, they decide if they want to make more shows. Some get chosen, become television programs. Some don't, become nothing. She started one of the ones that become nothing. <laughs> just why is that even in the movie? He just has. It's just incredible. He just has again. He really stands out among them. Yeah. But this is more of like a supporting character for sure than like a side character. Like he still has like a lot of lines. I feel yeah, like. and most of them have a lot of swearing. This is the yeah. only one I didn't have a lot of swearing. So I keep this episode clean. So, <laughs> so you've kept it clean so far. Yep. Number four, Jonah Hill. You love Jonah Hill. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Um, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Super bad. Yeah, super bad. And, is really good. specifically, we're going to talk about. Um, Forgetting Sarah, Forgetting Marshall. Sarah Marshall. Yeah. He plays the lovable, wisecracking sidekick in most movies. Jonah yeah. has been adept at recreating this classic role in all of his movies. Yeah. He does it with wit, humor, and a kind way about him. Even though his barbs are pretty brutal, he still seems like a guy you'd want to hang out with. He has an amazing performance as Matthew the waiter in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be Matthew or do you want to be Peter Bretter? Uh, you could be Matthew. I'll be Peter Bretter. All right. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'd like to grab some dinner, please. Okay, great. Is your wife going to meet you? No. Your girlfriend? No, I don't have a girlfriend. You're just by yourself? Yeah. Sucks. Okay, so <laughs> just one? Here's your wine list, your menu. Come on. You want like a magazine or something? It's going to be boring if you're just sitting by yourself. No, I'll be all right. Thank you. I would be just so depressed. <laughs> I love that. Another one is his, uh, his what is it, his tape that he gives to um, oh, right. Aldous Snow. Yeah, and he's like, uh, here's my demo, Mr. Snow. And he's like, yeah, I'll listen to it when you've gone. <laughs> he's like, did you get did it? Did you get it? Did he, you get it? He's like, I was going to listen to it, but then I 
Just went on living my life. <laughs> so he's so great. He's hilarious. Yeah, Aldo Snow is great too. Yeah, actually. everyone in that movie is hilarious. Yeah. Actually, all right, number five, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, in almost any movie. Yeah, um, she can outshine just about anyone. Check out her work in Identity Theft with Jason Bateman. She just crushes it. But her best performance was as Annie's future sister-in-law in Bridesmaids. Every scene, she is hilarious. <laughs> Although this is Kristen Wiig's movie. Melissa McCarthy steals it out from under her, especially the whole uh, group when, uh, other than Helen, they all get food poisoning and unload in a class, classy bridal shop. Her best line is, It's coming out of me like lava. Yeah, she's destroying I like scene. when she they're giving out puppies at the bridal shower and she's like, I took nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took nine. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, the whole, every, every line she did, it's great. So. She's just hilarious in that movie. Yeah. And again, like every movie. So, and yeah. also it, um, her husband in it as uh, oh, Air Marshal John is yeah. also, that's a hilarious yeah. scene, the two of them together. She's <laughs> like, I can store a gun on my butt. Get up, get up in there whenever I need it. Yeah. He's like, good. okay, I'm not an air marshal. Just <laughs> leave me alone. That's right. Now, number six is a little off the radar. The $2 Kid and Better Off Dead. Yep. Right? Better Off Dead is a hilarious movie with John Cusack and basically a guy trying to kill himself. Yeah. But the $2. Dark humor for sure. Yeah. So, this actor named Damien Slade plays Johnny Gasparini, who pursues Lane Meyer in a reoccurring gag throughout the movie, right, Taylor? Yep. Apparently, his family owes $2 for paperwork delivery. Although, in fairness, the paperboy has broken many garage windows with his paper talk. <laughs> his best line, though. Do you want to be Lane or Johnny? Uh, I'll be... <laughs> I'll be Lane. Alright, go ahead. Uh, Johnny. <laughs> Four weeks, 20 papers. That's $2 plus tip. Gee, Johnny, I don't have a dime. Didn't ask for a dime. Two dollars. Well, it's funny, see, because my mom had to leave early to take my brother to school and my dad to work because... Two dollars. Cash. See, the problem here is that my little brother this morning got his arm caught in the microwave and uh, my grandmother dropped acid and she freaked out and hijacked a school bus full of penguins. So it's kind of a family crisis. So come back later? Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great line. <laughs> like... When Lane is leaving the dance, him, the the, oh, right. the paper boy and his posse of other paper boys, like, follow him in, like, almost, like, yeah. children of the corn. Yeah, or, like, like Karate spirit. Kid, yeah. Yes. They follow him to his car, and then also when Lane is uh, skiing the K-12 at yeah. the end, and he puts skis on his bike yeah. and rides his bike down the mountain. And, <laughs> and Lane's like, oh, my falls God. Falls off the mountain, number one. And then he, like, he, when he runs home, he, like, slams the door, and he's like, they're after me, Dad. And dad's reading the book and he like circles paranoia not to be dad they're coming for me yeah, yeah. he's so funny great. <laughs> all right number seven taylor who do we like here uh rebel wilson as fat amy uh nothing more needs to be said she almost steals the movie from anna kendrick and pitch perfect even though pretty much all the side characters in this movie are great mm -hmm. fat amy just like steals the show yeah she's the best side character Yep. Uh, she plays the overweight singing diva in the Bella girl group of acapellas. Yeah. Very amusing. Has many good lines, but her best line, I'll be bumper. I have a feeling we should uh, kiss. Is that a good feeling or an incorrect feeling? Well, sometimes I have the feeling I can do crystal meth, but then I think, hmm, better not. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good ditch. She's yeah, so funny. And great. even all the side characters in Pitch Perfect, like Bumper and Donald, great. Benji, yeah. great. Um, Who's the guy with the glasses? Uh, Bumper's buddy. 
Donald. Oh, Donald. Yeah, okay, and then um, what's Chloe. it called? Uh, Chloe's great. Lily, the one yeah, that like doesn't talk. Uh, yeah. Jessica and Ashley. Yeah. Uh, Benji's roommate. Uh, or, or, or Jesse's roommate. Benji, yeah, Benji. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Cynthia Rose. Just, yeah, they're all great. There are so many side characters that are in the announcers. Um, oh right. Yeah. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks, Banks and the other guy. And the other guy. They're hilarious. Just this movie has so many great yeah. like. Go see Pitch Perfect. Yeah, if you haven't already. Yeah. Number eight. A classic. Classic. Manny Patinkin as Anigo Montoya in The Princess Bride. In a very thick Spanish accent, he plays the role of a mercenary swordsman with a vendetta to perfection. Right? Yep. He eventually helps the protagonist, Wesley, defeat the evil prince, comforting and rescue the princess, Buttercup. Yep. Also, almost every line is brilliant, but his best line is the most famous from the movie when he finally finds the man he has the vendetta against. Correct. There's a great meme of this called a masterclass of introducing yourself. That's right. So, um, start with a polite greeting. Hello. (laughs) Introduce yourself. My name is Inigo Montoya. Provide a relevant personal link. You killed my father. <laughs> and manage expectations. Prepare to die. That's so genius. <laughs> it's so great. And he says it throughout the movie. It's yep. just wonderful. And even though Wesley's like a pretty great like protagonist, I feel like like Inigo Montoya is just he's a great like side character. Yeah, and it's hard. Like his accent is really thick. It's hard to understand. Yeah, but he's just really funny. He's great. <laughs> yeah. But um, okay, number nine. Now, you haven't seen Tombstone in a while. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, but Doc Holliday, Val Kilmer. Yeah, this yeah. is more my dad's personal favorite. The worst highway robbery in Oscar history, as he plays tuberculosis-ridden gunslinger with very with ease, with grace. All of his lines are incredible, but among his best, Taylor, you be Johnny Ringo. Okay, Ringo steps up the dog, and you must be Doc Holliday. Uh, <clears throat> that's the rumor. You retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. Yeah, you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like sweating to death and coughing. Yeah. You love him in that role. Oh, he's just brilliant. And uh, I just, I can't, I I can't imagine what the Academy was thinking when they didn't yeah. even nominate the guy yeah. for best actor. So. It's ridiculous. All right. Last one, number 10. This one was a little controversial. We were running, we were like, we had a solid nine, but we like this guy. Yeah. Stanley Tucci as Nigel from The Devil Wears Prada. Again, does a lot with a very small amount of lines. But his best scene is the one where he rebukes Anne Hathaway's character, Andy, who is complaining about her treatment from her boss, played by... Meryl Streep. That's right. <laughs> so Taylor's going to do this long quote, but I think it's really good and really speaks to the guy's acting ability. You can do this line from memory. That's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Taylor. Andy, you're not trying. You are whining. What is it that you want me to say? You want me to say, poor you, Miranda's picking on you. Poor you, poor Andy. Mm-hmm. Wake up six. She's just Wake doing up her. Six. She's just doing her do- job. Don't you know that you're working at the place that published some of the greatest artists of the century, Holston, Lagerfeld, De La Rente, and what did they do? What they created is greater than art because you live your life in it. Well, maybe not you, but some people. <laughs> you think this? <laughs> That's a great tip. You think this is just a magazine? This isn't just a magazine. This is a shining beacon of hope for I don't know. Let's just say a young boy growing up in Rhode Island with six brothers pretending to go to soccer practice when he's really going to sewing class reading what runway under the covers at night with the flashlight you have no idea 
how many legends have walked these halls and what's worse you don't care because this place where so many would die to work you only deign to work and you wonder why she doesn't kiss you on the forehead and give you gold star on your homework at the end of the day wake up sweetheart <laughs> see that's just brilliant he's so great and- yeah but that that's a great lesson to anyone like you get your first job you're not gonna get a lot of pats on the back or, yeah. you know good jobs like you just do your job and shut up yeah, yeah. but also from uh, Devil Wars Prada, Emily, Emily Blunt's character yeah. is also a great, good. like, side character yep. as yep. well. Yep. But, That's good lines, yeah. Um, I wanted to do an honorable mention, too. We were talking about, uh, just, like, in Disney, you know, like, uh, all right. the, the Disney, like, sidekicks, like, side characters. Oh, like from, Olaf. Like, uh, Mushu, Olaf, Iago from Aladdin, mm. um, Pain and Panic from Hercules. Pascal. Pascal and from Maximus Tangle. from yeah. Tangle. Yeah. We were just saying, like, how, like, some of the like pascal and maximus they don't even have lines but they provide like so much comedy to the movie and like so many of these like disney side characters like um and like the little mermaid too like sebastian and like flounder and yeah uh whatever the seagull's name is they provide like so much like the side characters you know it's kind of you know uh humor comedic humor to kind of break up the seriousness of what's going on uh but a 180 from that i'm gonna go ahead and snowball off of that yeah using a uh, melissa mccarthy line (laughs) I like uh, Lloyd the bartender in The Shining. Yeah. He just, he's got a few lines, but he looks really intense and scary. Oh, yeah. And clearly Jack Nicholson is just like imagining him in his head. But, yeah. You know, he's just like losing his mind, really wanting alcohol. And he has these great two scenes with Lloyd the bartender. It's so really, really cool. is that what you think? Like, um, so I was talking, I have a uh, horror oh. film class, but um, this semester and I was talking to my professor about do you think it's like a fig do you think it's like a projection from the hotel or do you think it's a figment lloyd is a figment of like his imagination yeah i don't for, know for like his alcoholism you know if even jack torrance is real you know he, he might be a ghost like that movie so you have to watch a hundred times to figure it out. and there's still like i mean we've seen it so many times and there's still so many like yeah. things like you don't like understand about it you know yeah no it's it's amazing i feel like we were thinking about i was talking about another side character too that i wanted to mentioned before uh well a uh, great side character who didn't win best supporting actor was uh kevin klein otto and fish called wanda hilarious throughout the movie oh my god so I good to see it. so good <laughs> but yeah i'm sure we're missing some if you think of any out there send them to us email us let uh, us know <laughs> yeah but uh i mean bill paxton can do every one of his movies it's just incredible every or, oh oh i wanted kevin to... bacon I mean, he's been yeah there. i wanted to say and oh Kevin Bacon's role in um, oh, yeah, Animal House. Oh, Animal House, yeah. I All you got, is well. Yeah. Remain calm. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> yeah, but no, I, like, he was just in the new Guardians Christmas. Right? Yeah. Um, I remember the ones I wanted to say were uh, the nerds in 16 Candles. Uh, even the right. ones that didn't have lines. Well, the ones that did Bryce have lines. Bryce and Weeze. Yeah. Bryce and Weeze. But then the ones that didn't, like the guy snapping at the dance, yep. um, the kids on the bus, yeah. <laughs> that shooter with the laser guns, direct hit. Yeah. Where are you? Freshman. Get in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the whole movie. Just, Just so yeah. many side characters in that movie are great. And even like Long Duck Don and yeah. his girlfriend are like just such like random yeah. like side characters. Yeah. They're just hilarious. They're so good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, but that that's our episode, folks. We just want to do a quick one uh, here before the holidays. Yeah, I think we're going to do a holiday episode then, so pretty oh, yeah. soon. So a, uh, Christmas special. Christmas tomorrow. special, if you will. Yeah. So tune in for that. But thank you for listening. Thank you.